0: Welcome, I'm Panda Bennett, and this is Witch Hunt, where
1: you're gonna meet several different witches from all different walks of life. And today on the trial of Whiskey Stevens, we're gonna be discussing digital digital magic and tech witchcraft. So thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm super excited
1: to talk to you. So you've launched a new series on your channel, um, kind of talking like a new tech series, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you want yeah, to
1: just tell us about what that is?
0: Yeah, so um, I, I'm i pretty much like left-hand path, uh, really into chaos magic, um, kind of like blending chaos magic and ceremonial magic together, uh, the more I learn about ceremonial magic. Um, and Phil Hine actually wrote a book called Condensed Take Chaos, uh, if anybody's interested in chaos magic. And when he wrote that book, uh, he was actually taking a programming course. And so a lot of what he talks about in the book kind of relates to magic and computer programming. And I thought that was really cool. And um, right now I'm taking a tech course. And so the more I thought about it uh, right now, like the way that we talk about magic and the way that people are using magic, a lot of it is digital, whether people kind of realize it or not. especially now with like everything moving online, a lot of like, if you practice in a coven or you usually went to like groups, um, a lot of that has now moved online. And um, on top of that, just there's so much that I think from the older occult uh, texts and um, the occultists from like the 1800s, 1900s, a lot of what they did can actually be applied to modern day, you know, in the tech space. And I think it's really cool to like think about the way that maybe occultists from back then would have used social media or technology. Like, um, you know, Aleister Crowley maybe he was doing like sex magic through Patreon, and like limited amount of people were allowed in. You know, it's just it's kind of cool to like think about it in that way.
1: That is really awesome. I've never really thought about it, but when you stop and like break it down, we give so much of our time and energy our lives to technology I mean daily so I mean (laughs) that that makes a lot of sense and um so you're you did a video that was like about having a digital servitor is that what it's called okay so is that is that more of like like a collective magical working or is that like an online book of shadows like what what exactly is that
0: um so Uh, I was working with Tim Aldrin for social media stuff. Um, She wrote the book Year of the Witch. And she basically told me like that we can create a digital egregore or control it in some way, or people can put what they think of us. Like when we're on social media and we're creating content, that we're really projecting an energy or like a being, right? And everybody thinking about that is putting their collective consciousness into this energetic thing now, and that's a digital aggregate. Um, A digital servitor is uh, when you create this entity, this separate being, right, from your energy and from your consciousness, and you use that energy to do a very specific task for you. So um, some people like to think about it like if you were to create a video game character, right? You get to really create what this servitor looks like, what it does, uh, how long it lives for. But it's really like this energetic entity that carries out tasks for you. Um, having a digital book of shadows, it would be pretty cool, right? Because um, a lot of people nowadays, uh, I think it's like becoming more and more like they have books of shadows on their computer. Um, but I've also seen like digital altars where people will have an Instagram that's a private or a Pinterest board and they put uh, different sigils in there, different correspondences, uh, you know, pictures of the deity that they worship. And that really becomes like a digital altar. And personally, like I do have a digital altar, but of course I have a physical altar as well. I kind of like to have both because it's nice as well, you know, to have a yeah. physical place to go to if you can.
1: That's, I'm like, <laughs> I have to like pick up pieces of my mind. Like i my mind's totally blown. I would have never thought of that. And that like, when I think, I mean, now I have like all this space and I, you know, I have my own house and that kind of thing. But um, like when I was younger, Like I could have built like a MySpace altar, like whatever it was back then, (laughs) you know what I mean? But I mean, even today you could do a Facebook altar or an Instagram, you know, those kind of things. That's so smart. And even for people that don't either have the space or maybe they're like in the broom closet and they have, you know, family or, you know, someone that would wouldn't approve. um, Yeah, that's really smart. I would have never in a million years ever thought of that. That's really cool. So do you like change it? like for the seasons or
0: yeah, you can actually. So like my, I have a private one, so it's like only for me basically, but, um, I put energy into it, you know, and I can, I just add different pictures all the time. So sometimes I change it up for the season. And honestly, sometimes I just, I don't. Um, but there are apps too. Like I saw an app uh, that was through, um, it was like hashtag self care. And like, that's when you go onto the app store, that's what you type in. And it's an app developed by True Love Media. Um, and it kind of gives you like a digital bedroom. And then inside that bedroom, you have a digital altar. And I don't use that app a lot, but I thought that was really interesting because I think in the future, that we are gonna have like real digital spaces to go to. And especially with like virtual reality. Um, <laughs> I know that's like, people think it's so far into the future. Uh, but I mean, I think it's coming up, so I think yeah. we could even have like real in-your-face digital altars, kind of like. I mean,
1: it's here. Have you even watched? Like, I've never. I don't have it. But have you even watched people like play like the video games and they have like the vid- like the virtual reality and they like get up and run into the wall because it's like. So yeah. real? <laughs> you know
0: like i really want one but i don't have one right
1: now (laughs) i don't have one either but yeah and my husband is a software engineer and so that's why when i was watching your last video so he's very into tech he does coding and builds websites and i mean all that (laughs) different kind of stuff um so a lot of the stuff that you were saying i was like oh my gosh like um it sounds like stuff that he talks about so i'm definitely not a coder or a software engineer but like um how did you decide to come just because we use technology so much or do you also do like professional stuff with coding and computer work too?
0: Yeah, so I don't do anything like professionally right now. I'm taking a program so I'm I'm just starting to learn all about that and then hopefully at the end of that I'll be able to get like a full-time job but um, I got into it basically because I started reading Phil Hines work on, in Chaos Magic and a lot of Chaos Magicians you know in the 80s like in 1981 was the first year that the personal computer came out and then chaos magicians kind of adapted computers into their magic. Uh, And then of course, like my partner, my partner's like complete opposite for me. So he's like um, very, I mean, I like to go for walks. I like nature, but he's like really into it. And he's always telling me like, you're on your phone too much. You're on your computer too much. And I agree, like I could probably take a break, but, um I started that's when I was like this is clicking for me like I'm really using tech for magic because I'm on all the time and of course I'm doing magic a lot as well so um too like I just started incorporating different ways of like kind of like having my phone with magic and I actually got some pretty big backlash when I first started talking about this like tech and magic because you know people were just kind of against it but uh, one of the ones that I did share, like for money magic was, you know, pull up your banking app um, and then meditate, I guess, like visualize and focus your intention and start to see like the number that you want in there and then add like the zeros onto the end. So however much money you want in there, then you can place your phone with your banking app open on your altar, like your physical altar, do your money magic working, focus that intention into your bank account, so I mean, it's not like we're not doing, you know, physical magic. We are. Yeah. It's just combining the two, kind of. <laughs> That's I. Why would anyone like? What
1: were people saying? Like, why would you get backlash for that? But to me, that makes so much sense. That's extremely smart. And like, I'm my phone is right here. Like, it's <laughs> always with me. And I I talk so much about how it's all energy. Everything. People think about just, like, oh, what you eat. Like, no, it's what you watch, what you listen to, what you're reading. Everything that you intake either nourishes you or takes something from you. So why not harness technology to help manifest things? Like, that totally makes sense. What were people saying?
0: Uh, Well, they just said, like, it wasn't natural. Like, you know, witchcraft has always been one way and bringing technology into it wasn't natural. But I, like, my argument that was... Okay, so in the occult space, everybody's kind of has, not everybody, but for the majority, we have social media, we have occult content creators. When people put on makeup or they dress up or however they want to look, right, like they're still practicing glamour magic, making a YouTube video or, you know, like if somebody, if you block somebody, like to me, I'm like, okay, well, that's just banishing on social media. Yeah. So so, I don't know. No, I'm totally here for it. But next yeah. time that happens like
1: you need to tag me in those comments because i've got all day i'll like i'll come over there and take care of it that's crazy like that's so smart so do you identify do you have any labels do you identify as a chaos witch then
0: um okay so i got asked this the other day too so i was trying to think uh like i go by like tech witch okay. um i really am heavy into chaos magic I started calling what I did Brunch Magic just because, I don't know, like, I wanted to call it what I felt. And at the time, I was, like, working on my altar. I was playing 90s grunge mu- music, and um, I was just pulling from all these different places. And so there's, like, you know, Eclectic Witch is a label. Yeah. But um, I started thinking about it, too, like, uh, how aesthetic could be used as a tool and i wanted it to be like non-judgmental um so even though so let's say you're practicing you you have a spell work and to get more into it or immersed into it uh like chaos magicians have altered states of consciousness um to bring back knowledge so that's their main thing right and so i think also for uh really getting into spell work and making it work for me i like to have an aesthetic so whatever i want that spell to do for me If I wanted to have a money spell, like I'm a Capricorn. So for some reason, that's just what I go to. Like if I want to bring in a money spell, I will dress in a way that makes me feel powerful. Like I'm calling in money. Um, I'll dress my altar up. You know, I just, aesthetic is a tool. And for grunge magic, that kind of became a thing that I just applied to it. So for a label, I guess I would call myself a tech witch. A grunge magician, camp magician—I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's kind of hard, and there's so many labels now, and m- yeah, I've thought about it for myself too, and I struggle to find it because I've studied a lot of things. But at the same time I study it, but then I'm like, that's really nice, but it's not really, that's not really me. And this is also really nice, but that's not really for me, you know, and I even studied Wicca and I was like, this is really nice, but it's also not really for me. And yeah, so it's just, it's kind of hard. I like to ask other people just to see what they come up with. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cause it is, it's yeah. But so yeah, the manifesting with money for the, the banking app, I'm totally going to try that. That's amazing. I love that. Like, Okay, so then chaos magic, from what I remember in my reading, um, is a lot of, like, big rituals. Do you also do, like, the bigger traditional rituals that, like, come from chaos magic?
0: Um, so, yeah, chaos magic has, like, six core principles. And I, if I can remember them all, they're, like, non-dogmatic. So you can believe whatever you want to believe. Um, it has a personal approach. So, uh, you know, we can read all the books but we have to actually put that into practice. Um, Gnosis, which is acquiring knowledge and actually using that knowledge. Um, So there's three more, right? Uh, Oh, um, uh, technical excellence. So every time you do a spell work or something like that, you write down everything Um, because there's a big misconception with chaos magic is that uh, everything's very chaotic and uh, you can do whatever you want. And essentially you you can, Create a spell, you, whatever works for you, you do it. But at the end of the day, write down everything because then you really know what's working and what's not, what you have to tweak. Um, and really like the chaos thing is just because chaos was like the very first thing. If you follow kind of Greek mythology then everything else kind of was formed from chaos. So chaos magicians really are just using that chaos to... Produce their will, um, if that makes sense. But yeah. uh, for rituals, uh, you can really have any ritual or spell you want to to do. Um, some chaos magicians, like kind of like in Salema, they do the uh, lesser banishing ritual, and that's something I think that you can also do through social media, right? So the lesser banishing ritual is something that you would do, you know, once a day, um, and you're basically just banishing with that and I think that you can do that with technology so even if you wanted to again like uh bring technology into it you do your banishing ritual and then you have your computer there or your phone there and you can even create your own banishing rituals like in chaos magic you can basically create whatever you want so if you want to do your own banishing or protection ritual you can, you can do that over your technology and I, I think that's important today especially for witches that are online like you said when we were talking like tiktok and social media like there's so much going on right now and like i know like if i post something um it can go good or i can have like a lot of backlash and there's just so much energy involved that protection is really nice because everybody has an opinion so just like protecting yourself from whatever is going on out there
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and it, it does it just it's all energy it can take from you and you have to really be careful with social media because you can't let that like lower your vibrations it definitely happens I don't know why <laughs> but I, I always wonder I'm just like there's nothing else you could give your energy to than like being hateful online but anyways we won't get into that so you do all this work um technology ways so then my biggest question that I wanted to ask is then do you like do you cleanse or consecrate your phone then because you do use it to do these rituals or how does that work or am I overthinking it I'm probably no, overthinking so
0: that's actually a really good question because literally like two days ago I did like a big cleanse so um when I do my cleanses like okay so daily um that you do, you have like magical hygiene. So you can do a banishing, a cleansing daily, like minimal one, right. Um, but like bigger ones, maybe once a month, however, whenever you feel like it, what I do is I will go through my house. So I'll, I'll usually just make like a burnable stick, but I'll go to like my grocery store because you can get like thyme and rosemary and green sage at the grocery store. So I dry that and I'll do that throughout my house, but that's obviously not enough. So after that, I will chaos magic, you know, in chaos magic, they believe that laughter can banish any and all demons. So I'll go throughout each room of my house and like, it's, it sounds so weird just saying it out loud. I've never said this, Um, but then I'll go through each room in my house and I'll laugh. Like I'll just laugh in every yeah. room and then at my text like it's just my phone and my laptop basically um I will laugh at them I know it sounds weird um and then after that if I was like okay if I was doing a ritual and I just felt like uneasy like there was like an energy in here that I didn't want in here then I would be authoritative and I'd be like yeah this is my space you know please leave um you need to leave uh and then I'll go through one last time with the rest of that burnable So it's kind of like a big process you know burnable laughing at everything you know being authoritative and then burnable again but that includes the tech
1: yeah (laughs) that's amazing i'm glad it's not just me that does that every once in a while i'll get to where like i'll be doing something and it's almost like i see something run by in the corner of my eye and i i get that because there's there's people that are still here that this house is super old, I've been here forever. But then I just like, wherever I'm at, I'm like, this is my space, like just really loud. Like I just have to say it with my whole body, like out loud and I'm like, okay, we're good. We're good for a while. Like <laughs> You guys need to calm down, this is my space, but yeah. Um, okay, so the other thing I wanted to ask you was, so people wanting or interested in um, tech magic and digital magic, what other resources like what's helped you the most is there any like websites or blogs or content creators of course besides yours definitely subscribe i'll put all of her stuff down below but um yeah do you have any other resource tips for anybody
0: um uh, well i definitely think like reading phil Hine's work um is important kind of like just because because it's a foundation actually, yeah you can see the evolution from the beginning of computer programming and magic coming together um, also, there's this, okay, so it's, I'm going to warn people, it's an eight hour long video on YouTube, but you don't have to watch it all in one sitting, like, you know, take an hour here and there, or whatever. But it's techno pagans at the End of History, and it's with Terrence McKenna and Mark Pesk. Okay. And they're really talking about virtual reality and how the astral plane is being rebuilt in cyberspace. And what that really means for, you know, us moving forward, um, and it's a really cool talk. And I think anybody that's actually interested in, like, just magic or opening their mind into a different way of thinking, and of course, technology, uh, if they can stand to listen to Terrence McKinnon and Mark Pest talk, it's a great, you know, I think that's a really great resource. <laughs>
1: Yeah that's some of the older books like I have some really old books um, that are they're really great but they're like they're heavy and they're kind of hard to get through but they are foundational and um, now like I can you can see I've got like some of the newer books and stuff that are like they come in pink and they've got shiny like foiled moons and you know they're like much more easy to digest to that kind of thing. But yeah a lot of my older stuff is heavy (laughs) (laughs) takes a while to get through um but yeah I will definitely check that out because I like to I just let YouTube play like in the background as I'm like getting my stuff done I like to listen and learn different things like that so yeah I'm super excited so um do you want to tell us at all like what brought you or how you got interested in witchcraft to start or what it's done for you as far as empowerment or healing or anything like that
0: yeah, so um, I, okay, so my family, um, like the one side of my family is Baptist, and then the other side of my family was Christian, but my grandma read tarot cards, so, or she was like a Catholic tarot reader, <laughs> I don't know, so I kind of like was introduced to divination through my grandma, but um, when I was 16, I was gifted a book, and I I wish I still had that book. Um, and it was the an ABC of witchcraft, uh, past and present by Doreen Valiente. And it was like a hardcover, like, book, Oh man, and I wish I still had it. But that's kind of how I got introduced at first. But like, at that time, I was really struggling with, you know, my family and like how what I felt. So, um, you know, I didn't keep up with it until like a few years later. And I, then I just started reading a whole bunch of stuff. I started watching um, Kelly and Maddox online. Uh, that's really how I first kind of was like, yeah, I think I'm a witch. And then me you so. know, through that, <laughs> um, I've just you know, been learning from a whole bunch of different areas and like throwing it all together. Uh, that's really how I kind of got introduced and how it helped me. Um, so it really helped me. It's been helping me a lot more lately. I think because I've been really like doing it like every single day, really involved. Um, And back then it helped me to kind of like break away, I guess, from, I was just feeling really stuck in my life. I was really, I was in a heavy addiction from basically like 15 until 20, right. I'm 29 now. So um, I was in a really heavy addiction. I wasn't, I didn't know what the hell I was doing or what, you know, what life was, about and um I it gave me something to like have faith in and to believe in and without the fear of like going to hell or like being just being bad for every single thing and I thought I was already going to hell because I had an addiction. And um you know more recently it helped me because I I had always wanted to be a writer and I didn't think it was going to be possible for me. Um but I had written a book and I Kind of shoved it to the side. And like last year, I did a big ritual. Um, I set up like a circle of rose petals. I made a sigil. I did all the stuff. Um, And I ended up selling my book to Llewellyn. And I didn't think that was going to happen. So, magic, like I think magic helps you in all areas of your life, like spirituality, um, being yourself, definitely. And then, of course, like your career or, you know, acquiring things. Some people like like to say that's low magic, like you're using magic to acquire things in your life. But um, I don't know. I like I want to have a good life. And of course, I also want to become enlightened or, you know, whatever as well. But I think it's okay to be on like both spectrums. (laughs)
1: yeah and I I feel like that's so fundamental in just being able to work with the energies of the universe is to start to manifest things around you whether it's the job or you know I'm going to stick to this routine or I'm going to get a book deal or you know what I mean you can't move on and start creating bigger things and working with larger energies if you can't first affect the things right around you in your own area you know so yeah Yeah. I don't yeah once once again don't let don't let people tell you that that's sorry that's um yeah that's gatekeeping we don't have time for that so um, but okay so you have to tell us what the name of the book is
0: yeah so the book is called rise of the witch and right now it's like in the last stages of editing oh it's not Will. even out yet so it's not out yet so I don't know <laughs> yeah but I just I don't I don't even know if I was allowed to say it but I said it and um I just want to share like that was a recent thing that magic did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I can't wait to go get this book.
0: Yeah, I was actually pretty like I mean whatever. I mean our spells work, right? But I yeah. was surprised. I was surprised at how quickly it worked and everything. I was like, "Oh my goodness." <laughs>
1: And see, that's, that's what's, it's just so beautiful. It's just, uh, I'm always trying to like, I feel like I'm always just corrupting people. I'm just like, you don't need to go to church on Sunday. You can come over to my house and we'll do a ritual (laughs) for the full moon. But, (laughs) but because we just in life from the time we're young, we just give energy to all these other things and other people. And it's like, you took the time and you gave that energy to yourself, to your desires, what you wanted. And look, you've got a bestseller book, you know? (laughs) I mean that's super exciting okay I'm so excited I won't take up any more of your time but um you guys definitely have to follow her on YouTube you have to check out the new book um all of the resources that she listed for tech magic I will put down below along with um you're on Instagram are you on Facebook uh I'm not on Facebook
0: I just have Instagram YouTube
1: Twitter okay yeah I'll put those all down below Facebook sucks so anyways um (laughs) no no I around the time of the election I just there was just so much like negativity and stuff and it's all energy so I soaked up a whole bunch of like negative energy and I ended up deleting Facebook like lost year's worth of photos but I just like lost my mind and just completely like I could have deactivated it but I deleted it like I just felt (laughs) like I needed like that fresh cut so (laughs) yeah so but yeah so thank you so much for being here and we will
0: see you guys back for another episode of witch hunts bye